Amazing. We are live currently. Hello, everyone. It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens Up, Episode 25, Friendship to the Max mm -hmm. on this lovely Thanksgiving Eve for those that celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> not, not a full crew here today at uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything studios, but uh, we do have two amazing people uh, that are on hand with the team that will be helping me break down this episode, Preview 26, which is going to be... Definitely the finale of the arc, maybe yes. the finale of the season. Yes. We don't really know. To doesn't doesn't seem like the opening's changing, so maybe it's not the season finale, but who it's really knows? It's kind of is feeling it like feels it. feels like it, doesn't it? does it? feel like it. Yeah. So we're going to get into our thoughts on 25, our predictions going forward, um, and a, a, a lot of stuff. We have the summary on 27. We have a little bit of a Jump Festa news that we want to go over with you guys, some plans for Jump Festa. I haven't even told you this yet. So no, I actually have to hear this. Yeah, some plans for that uh, that night as well, approaching fast at uh, the uh, mid-end of December. Um, but Nick T, Pete. They're joined with me. Hell All their yeah. stuff's linked down below. How are you guys doing tonight? Really great. Really good. Doing good, man. I mean, Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you for having us. I, I do want to ask you something, because I don't think yes. I've ever heard you say it or noticed you say it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything Studios. You did say that. Do you like it? I, I kind of like, like it. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's, it's like the it. studios, bro. That's, that's, that's the, dream, kind of the dream one day that we have. Like a studio. studio. Yeah, right. An official studio. Yeah. Dude, that'd be wild. But with, with this ring light, it tricks me sometimes. I think that I am in a studio. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. got, yeah. Like, I, I see the ring light, and then I, I see, or like, it white partly, spaces. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it partly hypnotizes you. That's the whole right. purpose. That's exactly what it is. So, um, yeah, I mean, 25. Yuga Neal has just kicked off. Uh, we all predicted Yuga to win in the Pick'em League. Right. We're going to see if any of us three would change our predictions if we could we can't they're locked okay. in yeah um, but we're gonna see how we feel about that pick and just the episode overall and before we get into our thoughts on episode 25 and everything to come after um mm -hmm. i do want to thank every single one of you who donated during the last talking Yu-Gi-Oh stream which was uh, episode 24 so a big thank you to Sean Gilbride, Davis Enos, Xlayer64, Nicholas Horton, Jack Knight21, Ice Aiden, Mr. Goha, aka Ahahaha Man, Nando, D Momo, Goosey Q, Otis Cunningham, Pseudo Rider50, TNX Rail, Norton Perez, Tenth Emperor, D Flood, Proxy Man Dirk, KP, Miguel Martinon, Mega Caribo, Wandering Soul, Entime, and Church of Flapple. That is a ridiculously long list. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, holy moly. I, I know. Beautiful people. Yeah, you guys are really amazing, and you help uh, allow us to upgrade this uh, this studio or this one day, yeah, hopefully, studio. There you go. Keep saying it. And, uh, you know, I, I really do appreciate every single one of you. And right um, thank you all just for being here, because without you guys, without a viewing audience, there would not be a Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. So, um, True that. I guess we're going to get into the episode. Um, 24 was interesting. Just to recap, I yes. enjoyed 24. I thought 24 did what it needed to do. It uh, no did. one else really enjoyed 24. Yeah, you, I, it was kind of just lackluster. The whole, like, it felt a lot like a cop-out. Yeah, I know. That's completely fair. It wasn't I, a bad, that doesn't mean it was a bad episode. It just didn't do a whole lot. It, it just went the easy route. If it doesn't do it for opinion, you, yeah, yeah. if it doesn't do it for you, it doesn't do Especially it for you. Especially coming off of the heels of an episode like 23. Yeah. Which I preferred. Uh, yeah, I, I preferred 23 as well. Um, 
<laughs> but I, I, so now I really want to hear your thoughts because I've obviously been enjoying the last few episodes quite a bit. Of course. Um, my thoughts on 25 were pr- pretty positive, very positive, actually. I thought it was a really wonderful episode. I want to hear, coming off of what you thought was an episode that lacked a little bit, what were your thoughts on this past episode and the duel so far? Do you want to go first or you want me to go? No, man, you go. I think it fixed everything that I had the issue with. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's I mean, every, like, good everything that I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be a power. Fr- and yes, and I've heard a few people say it, power of friendship idea has been around for all of Yu-Gi-Oh. It's just, it just been around for as long as the franchise. So yeah, I do have to understand that. But I was worried that like that was going to be the cop-out style win here. Because that's what they led you to believe. Like, all his friends came together. They realized that their love for Yuga was what's going to make him win. And it's like, really? But then this episode entirely addresses it. It it tells us what they told him at the end of the episode, which we did not hear, um, about using their trainer, their, uh, excuse me, dueler IDs to make real cards and, you know, help him get the win. And and program and make new cards for a maximum summon. And I love that. I thought that it was such a unique and creative take. It was like... It was a creative solution that I wouldn't have thought of. Like, and, you know, and just the execution of it was just beautiful. Like, seeing those three individual robots representing each of our, you know, sort of uh, f- our friends yeah. and our main, our, main, our main support. And then just them coming together for this super robot that was way cooler than what I could have anticipated. Yeah. Like, it was just killer. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I'm happy that you um, felt that way because I thought this was this episode knocked it out of the park. It did. Uh, we actually got our um, ratings from Nico Nico, which is obviously a, you know, I, I don't I wouldn't take those ratings. Um, it's not God's word. It's not, you know, de- whatever they say goes. Um, Definitely not. But it, it's it's a good way to gauge a slight opinion of the community. Sure. Uh, and this episode rating wise, I mean, Sevens has been rated very highly by the Japanese community. Very consistently. This episode was very, very good. Um, one of, if not the best, I think it might have been the second highest episode rating ever on, on the Nico Nico site. Uh, so the fandom over there loved it. I, I thought it really checked all the boxes. Um, yeah. And I liked how... And I had a feeling that the people, which was you and a few others in the chat, there were a few people here that didn't really like 24. And I think a reason that a lot of people maybe, if 24 didn't hit for you, I think it's pretty obvious why, at least in my opinion. It just didn't do enough. It didn't do enough to build up. But what 24 did now that we have 25 was foreshadow and set the table for that flashback with Yuga and his friends yep. at the end of 24 that happened in 25. Yes. And so now you maybe, I don't know, can you look back on 24 with a little more, um, I, I guess, uh, not respect, but a little more understanding for the episode and the way that it was structured? Absolutely. Yeah, and, I, and when I watched this one, it almost led me to believe that they intentionally set 24 up that way. Where it's like, yeah, like maybe we might go that route where it's like this fun, you know, kids like... You know, like we're just gonna band together, and you know, we'll make it work. And I was, and then they just kind of flip it on its head. It seemed very intentional in that way. Um. Yeah. 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 Um, Pete, I want your thoughts on uh, on this episode. I know you love twenty three. Well, you like the moment in twenty three. Yeah. Um, and then twenty four, you felt like ah, kind of kind of back down to earth a little bit with where you've kind of put the show as a whole. How do you feel about twenty five? I thought it was a really good episode. I, I I think for me, 
it had the second best moment in the show for me. Yes. I really, really thought um, that emotional moment between the four friends. Oh, and my talking God, about dude. How they made those ID cards were going to become Yuga's maximum cards and how that is the possibility that their accounts are, are possibly deleted forever. Yeah. They probably aren't. And they laughed it off. Right. Oh. But th- they expected his reaction to be like, oh, he was going to be gung-ho for it like he always is. Right. And he was actually really emotional about it because he understands, like, this is, like, a serious thing of, like, what you're asking me to do, like, for me, that's yeah. a huge sacrifice. And I, I, know, I just thought, actually... The moment was really powerful, yeah. and it was not what uh, I was expecting, and I expected... First of all, I wasn't even sure that we were going to ever cut back to that moment and, and find out what I happened there. Didn't think I kind of thought they'd just skip over it, and like Yuga would just tell it to Neil, but we wouldn't see the moment. Right. So it was great to see that, and... Um, I don't know. It just, there was something about it that, that the last 25 episodes now we've spent with these friends, 24 before this... Yeah. It built up perfectly, and I believed it, and it hit all the right beats, and it was there was no comedy that interrupted it. Nope. It just worked so well, and, and the rest of the episode was there great. There was some... Co- oh, actually, yeah, I guess no comedy within. There was comedy in the beginning, yeah, but no but comedy... N- not like in that moment there of them need having to be. Yeah, their, their flashback moment. There wasn't, and it, it hit so well for yeah. me, and him summoning his, his maximum monster, which is kind of... It looks a little different than what we saw in the openings. But I think for the better. But it, I think it looks great. It's very, like, kind of Megazord kind of... Yeah. You know, yeah. Thing like that. That's, that's what I thought of. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure Neil is actually destroying the Goha building. I'm pretty sure that's not Solid Vision. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's not pretty, Solid based Vision. Based on that's other happening. people's reactions, like Mezaburo, and I'm pretty sure that's actually happening. Yeah. I, and so, how does that work in the sense of like. We saw smoke coming How out is of he the not going to get in trouble? And also, I said this to Dylan when I was watching the episode. How did that. How big is Neil's underground? Under the city, that that monster could fit under there, but it can't yeah, fit yeah. in this huge tower. Oh yeah, like I was, oh yeah, was, there was there was a lot of great. And moments. can we also really talk about it. like there's probably a lot of people that are either in danger or potentially dead. Hundred percent. You know, 100%. if this is real, I mean, like there's people in that museum room. Again, I there's part of me that still believes it's solid vision, just really good solid vision. Um, like the smoke was part of the solid vision. Yeah, so that's why I'm not gonna. Even with the reaction of the people on the, re- the, the street. The reaction with the people on the street confused me, but maybe but Neil you know, has just hacked into Solid Vision and made it so incredible and lifelike. So they'd be able to see it. So they'd be able to see it and witness the end of Rush Dueling. The whole city can witness the end of it. That sounds like something. Um, it's his providence. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, but uh, it's not out of Neil's providence to kill people no. via <laughs> massive <laughs> yeah. objects. I mean, people forget that this kid, literally when he was a very young kid, dropped a satellite. Dropped satellites on, and that definitely caught, did some damage. Definitely probably killed, killed people. people. It had to have definitely. killed people. There's no doubt. I mean, ma- if you drop a penny off the Empire State Building, that can kill someone. That can kill true. Someone. So, is, actually, that, is that true, by the way? Yeah. Is that a true yeah, it's fact? actually a true fact. So, these satellites, the amount of, actually, if you want to get realistic, depending on how big the satellites are, the, the city could have been wiped out yeah, completely. The, yeah. Probably would have been. Do you think... <laughs> Do you think this video? is the only character in the Yu-Gi-Oh canon that has committed genocide? No, it's happened quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> See, like that. I don't want to spoil a, anything. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, please don't spoil anything. <laughs> wow, I did not expect that answer. Yeah, genocide's a bit of a theme with Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but no, Oops. um, you know that's that's the thing, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about um, what's next. Uh, something that I said in the beginning of my review, which my review's up if you want my individual laid out thoughts on the episode. Something I'm worried about is what happens from here. 
Yes. Um, Neil, and you talk about that moment having no comedy and being a more serious moment to counterbalance the and I've enjoyed the comedy, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I like the the mixture, and that's right. why 23 yeah. was such a good episode for me. Yes. That's why this episode was such a good episode for me, and 24 I enjoyed as well. Um, but the reason that you had such an emotional scene between Yuga, Roman, Rook, and Gakuto was because of Neil, was because of Neil pushing Yuga to the point where they needed to sacrifice their accounts to give Yuga even just a fighting chance against Neil. Yeah, right. So once again, when you really look at that moment, it's another example of Neil grounding the show and grounding these characters back into a little more of a serious and higher emotional um, moment and status that we're otherwise used to with Sevens. And so my concern is that if Neil gets defeated, which I think all signs are probably pointing to that, yes. uh, if Neil gets defeated in 26, I am really worried that he is going to either start fighting for Yuga and Yuga's team mm-hmm. or he's going to just disappear from the story entirely for 30, 40, 50 episodes maybe the rest of the show. Yeah. Now the Sevens writers have not given me a reason to really worry about something like that. Right. But I'd be lying if I said it's not a, va- a genuine fear that I have. It's a very valid concern. I just I don't know if you guys feel similarly but I yeah, want to Um I don't really. Okay. I mean I like Neil a lot but it doesn't concern me because why does Neil have to be the only character to potentially ground the show and push push Yuga to his bounds. Yes, he's the only one thus far, but that's not to say there will be another character that could come along, push Yuga to alter or adjust you know, his play style, the game in some way that makes him a better duelist, pushes the physical, real-life game forward, you know, th- you know, and grounds the show in that way. The other con- uh, It's a great point. The other concern that I have, though, um, is I'm worried that the show is going to start feeling repetitive. Episode, you know, the first 13 episodes was really the introduction to Rush Duels and right. it was Roa trying to end up taking over Rush Duels. Now we have Neil trying to destroy Rush Duels and eliminate Rush Duels. Yeah. I'm worried that Neil goes away. And everyone tries to, to get kill Rush Duels again. Exactly. Yeah. And we well, just kind of have that cycle. Which is also a very valid concern, which I'm actually concerned about because... And, and for better or for worse, the end of 16 is essentially most likely going to be a soft reset. 26, you mean. Tw- Thank you. No yes. problem. End no. of 26 is going to be a soft reset. Every Odds are our friends are going to get their accounts back. Kaizo comes back. We're back at, squ- well, not exactly square one, but a new square. It's it's new game plus at this point. <laughs> because every, like everyone's back. Yuka's a better duelist because he has this potential for maximum summoning. And we, we all just go forward and see what happens. And then yeah. someone else comes along, tries to kill Rush Duels, yada, yada, yada. So oh, right. that, that's what I'm worried that it's going to be a soft reset. And, you know. And I think a good way that you maybe avoid that is doing a tournament arc because if there is a tournament arc for the you know to become the king of rush duels or whatever, right. that will feel different enough. Yes. Where if course. Goha is all of a sudden sponsoring a, a and rush why duel tournament, he, yeah, they're expen- Yeah, they've so, done tournaments. Yeah, so they're yeah definitely we haven't yeah. had a tournament since the days of arc five. So it would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense, and you know we're we're gonna definitely be predicting. We actually do have the twenty seven summary. It's a very small summary. And it really is not going to tell us much, but we're going to go over that a little later on. So that's a concern that I just have about the future of the show. But again, with the way that the show's been written so far, I I know that in the back of my head, I don't really have a valid reason to worry about it. um, Because in terms of writing, they haven't done anything that made me go like, oh, God, that was Mm -hmm. really bad. Right. Um, At least in my opinion. Agreed. Um, But we'll see. I am just worried about where we go Mm -hmm. from here. And I just hope they're able to, to keep it fresh and keep it feeling fresh and not 
completely write off a character that I have absolutely loved. I have loved Neil. I, I so agree. we'll see. But um, I want to talk to you guys about one of the uh, coolest moments for me in this uh, in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, and that is the dueling museum. The yes. history of Dueling Museum. Uh, we got Joey Wheeler's Swordsman of Landstar and yep. Red Eyes Black Dragon. Summon Seto Kaiba's Vorse Raider and Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yugi Moto's Summoned Skull and Dark Magician. There's My Valentine's Harpy yes. Lady. Those were all the monsters that we got. Um, all monsters that are related to characters from, from, from monsters. Duel Monsters. Yes. And you probably missed this. For a split second, Jack Atlas's D wheel is shown in the background. I did miss that. Yeah. So, and you yeah, you know Jack Atlas. Too. You've of watched course. little five yes. Ds. Yes, yes. So Jack Atlas's D wheel. I want you I, again. I want everyone at home to think about this. Jack Atlas's D wheel is in a museum of dueling history. Shoot, it's all canon. It's all canon. I, I mean, if, Everything's if connected. You, if you take, hold on. If you take it literally, oh, no. if you take it literally, that has to that has to be what it is. Now I'm not saying that it's meant to be taken literally. When I did a video on it, I said, "What does it mean?" Ah, probably nothing, and it probably doesn't mean anything. It's probably a cool it's Easter, Easter egg. egg. Yes. But you, if you want to take it literally, Which and, you if, could. and if you want to make a theory based on that point, it's absolutely valid. Yeah, absolutely valid to do so. I mean that that some people will look at that, and I'm not saying I'm doing it. Some people will look at that and say. 5Ds is some sort of 5Ds is canon to 7s. Or at least it, a, people are doing it, by the way. At least Jack Atlas in some universe, whether it's Arc 5 Jack Atlas, whether it's uh, 5Ds Atlas, whether it's, you know, Yu Gi Oh! Jet Ski Atlas, who knows? Some Jack Atlas is canon to Yu Gi Oh! 7s. That, that si- sentence right there is an important one because Not that, necessarily that the 5Ds one. Yes, that I agree with. I think there's a possibility because, you know, like. The whole multiverse idea where, like, just things are tied together in and a I'm way... I'm pretty sure Dark Side yeah. of Dimensions, I'm pretty sure confirmed that there was a multiverse. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be our, you know... our Yeah. It doesn't have 5Ds, to be the one Jack that we Atlas. got in 5Ds. And guess what? The one in Arc 5 was not the one in 5Ds. So we've already... We, right. Right. So right. we've already gotten the the Alexis Rhodes in yes. Arc 5 was yeah. not the one in GX. Right. So we've already seen this with Yu-Gi-Oh! characters yeah. before. So to say that... A version of Jack Atlas and a version of Yusei Fudo, because Yusei created that bike, right. existed in the Sevens universe at some point in time. I don't think there's any fallacy f- in that statement. fair to say that there is a version of Duel Monsters characters that exist in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens, which, yeah. you know, Otis, I mean, <laughs> could very well be the manifestation of that. It's, it's confirmed how it was spelt. I love the Easter eggs. Um, you guys know I love the Easter eggs. I mean, even the Cybers. Neil using Cybers monsters. Yeah. If you go based off Yu-Gi-Oh! That's anime even more lore, like a nod, but yes. Yeah. Cybers was created in Vrains, but again, I, you know, that's definitely more of a nod. <laughs> I, I, went, <laughs> I had a thought when I was watching the episode today. Because um, <laughs> you brought the Cybers. It reminds me like when I was watching Neil uh, duel, and I'm like, I feel like if Neil grew up to be an incel, he would describe <laughs> women as femtrons. <laughs> that's what you thought of. Yeah. During the episode. Like when he was when he said femtron, it's like, yeah, that's something an incel would call a, wom- <laughs> uh, a woman, I think. Oh, they would refer, refer to all girls and women as femtrons. Oh, Nick Tate. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's pretty good. Um, you worked all day. I think you, yeah, you dude, got, I'm fried. You got a long day. I, I, I feel that, man. I could tell. Um, Pete, I want to know your specific thoughts on 
to you? What you, I do. On what you think it means, if it means anything, I, I, I want to know. It means nothing. Um, it, it means literally absolutely nothing besides uh, an awesome... I can't even show my face. <laughs> it, besides an awesome, awesome Easter egg and a little kind of nod to the previous studio and, and the, the fans that have been here like you guys all this time. Uh, or even someone like me or Nick T that is watching it um, for the first time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it, th- there's no connected universe. I highly, I, I give it a 0.01% chance that any of these characters show up. Anything of them is, is seen in a history book. It's just a nod. You're only going to see the monsters used and that's it. Just to just get out of your head. I don't know. I don't know. I, I he's probably right. He's probably right, but, <laughs> but I wouldn't say point oh one. I wouldn't say point oh one. I'm here. I, I'm here to burst your bubble. Yeah, well, point oh one is not. a little pessimistic. I would say that I I'm gonna genuinely say, I think there is a five percent chance that we will see a character that we already know from. I think it would video. be absolutely amazing. Even if it's a it different be, version. Um, of that I don't character. even care. I would freak out. It'd be amazing if Jack Atlas shows up in the show. It's just not gonna. It'll never. It'll never happen. It'll never it, happen. it will not. But happen. you know what? I I and I have to say this. I have to say this. If we did this, Jeb is a meh. Dur- during early episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc Five, yeah, when we knew that there was a Synchro Dimension and an XZ Dimension and. We would have been speculating the same exact thing. Yeah. And we probably would have been like, it maybe but it could you, happen, but it probably won't. Do you think only two shows later at a new studio, they're going to pull that trope again? No. And, and, and see, I don't. And characters that are not actually, I, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they are either. And you just, you just said probably the most telling point. It's a new studio. So how are these older characters going to look in this art style? I see. I'm not even worried about that because yeah. you can make it work. You've seen it, I, it like, be, it like, like I've referenced before. Like I've referenced before, Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. They made it work. Okay, and when they cross over in two different art they styles, it, it made it work. Made I'm it not work. concerned about that at all. I'm concerned with the logistics of the Pandora's box that you open up if you bring a character like Jack Atlas in there because. Nuts like you are going to be. Hey, is this a different version, like an Arc Five thing? Is he the Arc Five version? Is he the Five? Like it will open a Pandora's box that might be hard to close. Well, they're not going to do that. That's why I want it to happen. (laughs) (laughs) So I love you. Listen to this. Arc Five. Arc Five tried it, and you know, the rest is history. It worked at first. It did. And and you know what? A lot of people will not admit this. There's a lot of people that will not admit this. The, the reason a lot of people came back to the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime was because they heard that Jack and Crow were returning in 5Ds. You haven't met Crow from, yet. From 5Ds. From 5Ds. Re- returning in Arc 5, I'm sorry. Yes. We're going to be in Arc 5 because they, they highlighted that like a month before they actually appeared. Oh, that wow. is the only reason why so many people who dropped the series because of Zexel came back for Arc 5 and then left right after Arc 5 ended. A lot of people don't want to admit that. That's the only reason. They say something like this. They make an announcement. It will bring oh, older fans 100% back into the show. Will. Sure. 100%, 100% will. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Then let's focus in on Well, you. no, actually. <laughs> so it, 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 to, the, to the point that it, like, it doesn't need to be even like a multiverse type idea. It could just be a person, right? It's, it's just like it doesn't have to be. Tied into this whole, oh, they're going to bounce back. Like, you know, we saw how it planned out with Arc 5, blah, blah, blah. Like, it could just be a person. It's just, like, for all intents and purposes, it's just a guy that shows up, and it's like, oh, we know who this is, but why do these kids even care? Right. 
Well, like, or what if it's, you know, a character whose name is spelled backwards, like Otis? Exactly. Like, like, Kaj. again, I think it's more of I a, guy. It's more of a nod <laughs> to the previous. I guy. But oh, be I, I, I guy. A guy. <laughs> I think it's more of a nod. And that's it. So you don't think a, a character named a guy is going to show up? No. <laughs> or meta. Have you ever played the a guy game? <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing this again. We're not doing it. Calibers, that'd be All the right. All right. Well, listen. Um, l- listen. You come to this channel. You come to these streams to hear a little bit of analysis, but also hear just absurd r- rhetoric and prediction about the show. <laughs> that's why you stick around. <laughs> so, ho- yeah. Ho- hopefully you stick around because of that. Um uh, in regards to the episode, um, I guess the other thing that I really want other thing that I really want to touch on <laughs> is uh, Yuga's maximum summoning. What do you think of the monster? It's now notably it is not the same monster that we saw in the opening it's and the that robot. we saw in the very first episode well, and that we saw in the moment when Yuga's trying to unlock the door. It's not the same monster. No, I do want to say is that how you it, open a door normally? Well, Yuga was knocking on the door. It was knocking. I would do want to establish because I think th- it's an important note to make that it's not necessarily a monster. It's the, a the new one. No. <laughs> the, the, for all intents and purposes, we never see him summon it. It's not a card. It's for. It's just a robot that he imagined or dreamt of. This is a card. This is a monster. But then it was just a robot. It doesn't have to be the same. Um. Yeah. Well, Pete, what do you think? I, I said at the opening. Uh, I think it's awesome. I, I think it looked great. Uh, it's crazy to me that they kind of turned that around in basically like a night or two. Dude, it was... Like, yeah. that they just had the idea, mm-hmm. and then I guess... I'm not sure exactly how... <laughs> well, it, it got stuck back there. I'll give you points. But uh, I, I'm not sure exactly how the real-time uh, dual programming happens. Like, is that a normal thing that has happened in other shows? No. Or No, it's it's like definitely new to Sevens, and I, I think with... um. Real-time rush dual programming. I, I don't really know what it is. I don't think anyone knows. I think if I had to guess, it's something that you can do during an actual duel yeah. to change the coding of certain cards. Because remember, Neil did it when he dueled top of Hexagon, yes. and that's how he was able to implement maximum summoning. Yeah, that could open up a real Pandora's box. Well, that yeah. could be how you yeah. implement potentially any fusions new, or yeah, rituals. Any, yeah, any new summoning method, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, interesting, but I really liked it. Really well, did. It's really interesting because obviously, even like from like a objective perspective, it obviously it's like if you're a, a great programmer and a great hacker, it's like this is it, it's not like a, a dual style, but rather a hacking method. And for Neil to, to use it to incorporate maximum summoning is one thing, and because that makes sense, it's 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 not very abstract. But when you could use it here. I don't. It didn't seem like he knew exactly what the card was going to be when he was drawing it. Like it kind of the card was made as he was drawing it. Yeah, which yeah. Is like that, which is, is what why made, it could look different. Or yeah, well yes, but that's also like why it didn't really make sense to me. Or it's like, wait a minute, did he not know what he was drawing when he was drawing? I, I think he he did. I think he coded it as it was happening. And I think he pre-coded uh, it in the system in the okay, warehouse. Okay, so that's that's my okay. Yeah, I yeah. think it was pre-coded, but you can't actually implement the card that you code until, until you draw it and you're in the duel and in the real time. That makes okay. See, that makes that's kind of how I interpreted yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good. I like that. Yeah, because I was confused. Yeah. That makes sense. It's also a fantasy show, so you know, just it could, it could be whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're right. You can kind of make up do, your own. Yeah, it could do whatever logic. It doesn't matter. I like when the little God like, told uh, him that it would be like, exactly. <laughs> well, there is godlike cards. Yeah. So, yeah, but well, I mean, I'm r- I'm waiting for uh, Rush Duel Exodia. 
Some people tell you me never that know. That's coming. What do you think he would look My like? My sources tell me that's on its way. <laughs> what I I don't know what it would look like. I think it'd be like it, a, it would look like, like a tune exodia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> honestly, is there a tune exodia? There's not a tune exodia. But is there, there a fan drawing? There definitely is a fan. There's a fan drawing of almost every tune monster. Of almost every, every, of every almost monster as a tune. Of almost anything, you could say. <laughs> but I, I like the, I like the the little uh, like evil like Kaizo like the normal drones bots came in, and then Kaizo's like bike seat. I love how he's still a bike Dude, seat. Still, and he just yeah. smashed that robot and then was there. And then even though I know he's gonna get his original data back, so it's not like he's dying, but still, he's still making a sacrifice in that yeah. moment because. Yuga could lose, right? Like and then he's he probably not forever. going to in the context of the show. But if you're the characters, he could lose. So he, he he's his, screwed, his he's friends done. are risking their accounts, and he's risking his life. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. I thought that was another cool emotional moment. I, I, I really so like too. that. I got um, all of them coming together plus Kaizo. I, I said to Dylan, gave me vibes of all the Ignis coming together to defeat Bowman at the end of season two in yep. Brains. Like it really gave me those vibes. Life force, kind yeah. of. Yep, I 100 percent feel that. My favorite moment of the interaction between Yuga and his friends, I said it in the review, I'll say it to you was guys. When he karate chopped the... Uh, that was yeah, Gakuto. Gaka, yeah. Gaka are we going to yeah. comment how he did not refer to Gakuto by name? The whole episode? It, yeah. it was out any, of respect. Any, any student, council student president. council president. Yeah. Is that, is, was that out of respect? Yeah, would offend. you say Mr. President, or would you actually say his name? You're right, well, I guess. No comment. <laughs> I, I guess you're right. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Um, yeah, it was very funny. But... Yeah, Yuga says, like, I can't do this. And they all expected him to do it. Yeah, they're like, Every hey, single one of them expected him to do it. And so they started laughing at him. And that is the exact reason why they are willing to do this for Yuga. Right. Because the second that Yuga... Yuga's all about... Think about the ramen episode. He's all about creating new roads and putting his friends through, through hell yeah. to try and yeah. get these new roads. But the second that it actually jeopardizes the life... And dreams and aspirations and goals of his friends. He was, he's like, I can't. He's out. Yeah. He's out. Because he cares about his friends more than his roads. Yeah. And I don't think his friends realize that. And when Yuga made that statement, I think it just reconfirmed to all three of them why, why, why we're doing this. Yep. Because this, this, this is the guy. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. I thought the, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, guy you game. go. You go. I thought the moment that was... was <laughs> God damn it. That was really good out of that was... When uh when Rook has his moment there with Yuga, yeah, and I thought that was great there to have like he's like wait didn't you want to be the king of duels and he's like well technically I could get it from you I guess yes, right if you get it, like you could just hand it to I me was I thought that was really like that was a good moment but like it was funny but also it was like powerful because like he's willing to give up that title right he is guys <laughs> done no actually I was I'm laughing because it was fu- it's funny that you say that because I was actually gonna say the same thing like there was a sprinkling of humor in that emotional moment where he's like yeah. You can just give it to me yeah. if, if if it comes down to it. Yeah, I really like that. That was a really good moment. You, you're right there, Ron. What was so funny for you? Tell the people. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people why you're crying. No, I, I, right I, now. Am, I am crying. I really yeah. do. What was cry. what was so funny for you? No, I don't know. I don't know what was funny. Um, it's just you know I, I've I'm not really doing well sleep wise, so I'm kind of <laughs> sleep deprived. I think I'm just gonna reach that point. I told you to have coffee oh, before God. we went. I know. On. No. Um. Yeah. So um. <laughs> No, but I'm saying it was, it was a good moment between Rook, yeah. and, Rook and Yuga. And that no, definitely, I think, reaffirmed it, too, that you singled him out because he's been the one obsessed with being the king of duels. Yeah. He's, he's, he's literally willing to give all of that up. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, it was good. And they've reached a point right now, and we are going to get to donations if we have any. Pete's been keeping track of them in a bit. 
Thank you guys so much. I'm sure we do because you guys are way too do. nice to me and amazing. So uh, we will read all of them as we always do. I don't want anyone to think that we're going to miss any. Um, but I do want to um, say, uh, what was I going to say? Damn it. Oof. I do want to say that because of everything that's been done to get Yuga to maximum, he can't lose this duel, right? If you could change your prediction... Would you change your prediction? Yes or no? No. 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 I wouldn't even consider it. I would not. Yuga has it. to win. Yuga's win. It, I would be. Shocked. It would be insane. Even if it's a draw, no result, I'd be shocked. Yeah, because yeah. they still they lost all their counts. Yeah, and Kaizo's dead. So Yuga has to win because there is too much on the line now. Yeah. Not only was Kaizo's Rush dueling on the line, which was already a huge stake, but now you have Roman's account, Gagato's account, Rook's account, Kaizo's life. There's yeah. no way that Yuga and loses. Even. Uh, Almost philosophically, in the, in the face of Neil's statements, Yuga has to win because he literally said, "To the eyes of Providence and to the eyes of the universe, your um, rush duels and roads are insignificant, or but a grain of sand. They right. are insignificant." Right. So this like win this victory would be very symbolic in the way that's like you're wrong. It's yeah. this, it's way more than you think. It's 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 the the combination of us. It wasn't uh, a Magikarp splash. <laughs> it was a Gyarados hyper beam hyper. What. Well, hydro, pump. Hydro, hydro, pump. hydro, hydro, yeah, hydro pump. That's okay. Damn it, that was that would have been good too. Yeah, but it really still, it still had a great sentiment. I love um, Neil's face too, yeah. when like he was like, "Yeah, you're done. You might as well just give up." He, there was no way he could have predicted that Yuga would actually, especially this quickly, make a, a maximum. maximum card. Because I guess I didn't think about it. That since it's a completely different thing that we're dealing with in terms of like adding this element to rush duels, mm -hmm. that the cards literally don't exist. No. They literally don't exist. don't exist, and so like, there's nowhere he could acquire them from, and so he had to make them. Yeah, to be able to do this, I thought I thought that was incredible. Yeah, it yeah. was definitely through Neil for a loop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For for actually both of them, it was a solution I had never considered. The fact that they had to create cards. For, yeah. For for either no. Neil or Yuga for this to happen. So often in Yu-Gi-Oh, we see new aces and new summoning mechanics get utilized, and we don't really know where they came from. We're like, well, they never really explained it. I guess ah, it's just Yu-Gi-Oh. It was refreshing to me, being a fan of the show for 20 years, to actually see it made behind the scene and get some exposition on that. I like that a lot. Well, they did really well there. I very much agree. So we're all pretty high on 25. Best yes. episode for you? Uh, best? I don't know. It's up there. Definitely Top up three. there. Top I would three. have to think about it. Definitely second best moment in the show for me was that was that friendship scene in the flashback. Yes. And, and number one, obviously, being the Neil's maximum summoning. I like putting you guys on. I like putting them on the spot. Yeah, I would um, say top three. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, listen, guys, uh, those were our thoughts on 25, and I'm sure we're going to keep talking about 25 with um, you all. Uh, we're going to be previewing 26 and 27, the summaries cast uh, as well. Let's so go. we're going to get into that, all our thoughts on that coming up. But let's... Um, do some donations. Some donos. Some some do I miss you saying that. It's been a while. I some donos. I really donos. miss him. I'm, I'm back in the driver's seat. Yes. So. Yes. Pete, one of, the, one of the best there is. So Plano thank you for the that. Best. We're, we're gonna kick it off, guys, tonight yes. with Jack921. Yes, oh, donated Jack. five dollars and he said, Hey guys, how's it going? Nick T question. Are you playing Fire Emblem the one with Roy? I am not. Um at, well Thank you, Jack, first of yes, all. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, well, technically speaking, Roy does make a, a, a very young Roy does make it a, a cameo at the very, very, very end of the game, probably like the last 10 seconds. Um, but no, this is technically, this is Fire Emblem 7, the first one in the U.S. It is a prequel to that game. I, 
the main characters. Oh, there's three protagonists: Lynn, Elwood, and Hector. Elwood being, um, eventually Roy's father. So not that game, but um, the one before it. Thank would, you, Jack. Would you play those other games? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've played several, and I really enjoy the series quite a bit. I, I would like to. Jack also said, also my friend Ryan won a remote duel event and used Dinosaur. Oh, nice. well, I've heard that dinos now are pretty meta, so congratulations to your friend Jack. I know he's a very hey. talented duelist, and thank you for being here, first and foremost, and thank you for donating. You are way too kind yeah, to thank me, you. Thank you. I appreciate the interest, too. If these streams, is twitches down yeah. below. Yes, it is. And Nicholas Horton. Donated his yes. five pounds. Thank you, Nicholas. And he said, I enjoyed this episode, and I'm looking forward to episode 26. Yes, Nicholas, right after we read a few more donations, we are going to fully outline and preview everything you need to know, everything we know so far about 26. Yes. So I hope you stay for that. Thank you so much for the donation, Nicholas. You have helped out my channel and specifically this podcast so much over the years. Um, I, I just am very thankful. You too, Jack. I mean, a lot of you guys. So thank you guys. Ice Aiden donated two dollars. Ice Aiden, thank and said, you, man. So, what would you like to see for the next arc? Which we talked about a little bit. We did. Yeah, tournament arc. <laughs> Tournaments where I'm I'm pretty invested right now. Um, either tournament or something really crazy. And yeah. by crazy, I mean like we're going to different universes. We're time traveling, we're killing people, ramen aliens, <laughs> ramen aliens. Yeah. I, 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 I want to see the world. I want to see more Goha. I want to like know. I want to know who Mister Goha is. I, I want to spend time kind of with the employees there and, and, and maybe bring back the top of Hexagon. Maybe. Fair. And, and explore actually those characters as more than one-offs that get blasted by Neil. Dude, that, <laughs> totally blasted. That will be their destiny. Yeah. But fair. I say it and thank you. Solid snack. Sora, thank you, man. Donated five Canadian pesos, I yes, believe. Yes, Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. And said, loved the episode. So happy to have a protag ace that's not a dragon or a magic humanoid warrior <laughs> and has such True. a great design. Hope we can chat soon, Dill. Yeah, um, we, we definitely got a Sora. Um, shoot me a message on, on Discord, man, um, or Twitter. Although I'm horrible at checking my messages, but definitely mm -hmm. shoot me one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. We we see dragons so much that they're overplayed. That doesn't mean I'm I'm sick of seeing dragons. I always get hyped when I see another dragon come out because um, they do keep it pretty pretty fresh. I think with a lot of the dragon designs, but it's always cool to see something new. I don't mind the the like magicians and the spellcasters, but Yugo already has one. This is a massive mecha. You really cannot. Go wrong with that. So, uh, yeah, really cool design for Yuga's Ace. Completely agree. It's, um, you know, Megazord. It's basically Megazord. It's basically Megazord. Yeah, it's basically Power Rangers. It's basically Power Rangers. Yeah. Go, go, Power Sean Rangers. Sean Gilbride donated his $11.11. .11. Yeah, Sean, I mean, always Love hit me with that 11, 11 dude. That is, again, I will say, that is a very generous donation, man. Thank you so much, dude. And Thank he you. said, is it really a Yukio show if it doesn't have a callback or Easter egg to Duel Monsters, whether it be iconic characters or cards? It's not. I guess Vrains did have Mirror Force. I mean, Mirror Force yes. was a big, yeah. I guess Classic. that was the closest Vrains callback. There was also an episode where there was a Blue Eyes Toon Dragon plushie. Blue Eyes, um, oh, yeah. Blue Eyes White Toon Dragon plushie on the table during a Naoki scene. Um, so of that course. was kind of a callback to Toons, which obviously Pegasus created, and then the Blue Eyes White Dragon iconic monster. Um, yeah, every show has done a Dual Monsters callback. GX, 5Ds, Zexel with the statues, Arc 5, obviously. Um, well, Arc 5, more so, I guess, with the call. Well, Arc, Arc 5 might have been the least Dual Monster-esque show. Because it did all the other ones. They did all the other mm -hmm. ones, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of interesting. 
But yeah, Sean, it's not a Yu-Gi-Oh show without it. And Sevens, remember we had the Odd Eyes Cats as well. The next arc will continue to bring us callbacks and Easter eggs, and I am here for it. Of course. Sean, thank you, my man. Have a great night. Uh, Nicholas Horton came back and donated five pounds and said, as someone who doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, have a great Thanksgiving, a great Vrains dub premiere stream last week with the voice actors. Thank you. Yeah, I do got to say, this is uh, my first stream since that stream. Um, I'm just very thankful and honored to even be in a position that allows me to to host a stream like that. Uh, It 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 really is. It was really put together by those amazing voice actors. Um, And Emily, Mike, Daniel, and Barrett. uh, Yeah, they were... It was insane. I mean, if you told me when I first started this channel that in a few years I would do a a dub premiere watch party with four of the voice actors that work on the show, and they would reach out to me to host it, yeah, I would never believe If I'm lying, I'm dying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that applies here, but I I never would have believed it. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for that, because without you guys, I wouldn't have had the, the growth and the... Love and support, and so I'm glad you enjoyed that stream, Nicholas, and thank you for the Thanksgiving wishes. We yeah. will take a couple more, and then we will um, go to 2627. Yeah, that works perfectly, because yeah. the next two donations are from Mega Caribo, donate oh. some Canadian money. Yes, Mega, thank you. And said, hey, Dill, Pete, and Nick T, I really enjoyed What's this up? episode and loved Yuga's Maximum. Makes me excited to try Rush Duel. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm I'm really stoked. If well, I'm not going to say if because I, I know for a fact it's a when. When rush duels do come to the TCG, I'm if COVID's not a thing by then, uh, or if it's under a little more control, I'm going to hopefully have like a community tournament here where yeah. you go against Daniel J. Edwards. He would be invited. Yeah, cause and with all the cameras, we're owed. We would literally do like pack openings and then we would duel on stream for oh, you wow, guys. Oh wow! Like the and yeah. we would have like a round robin tournament. We'd yes. put together the decks there. Um, yeah, I'd be in. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, good. So hopefully we'll do something like that. But yeah, I am very excited, Mega, to uh, to start Rush Dueling. Hell yeah. Very excited. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. He also came back with another five Canadian dollars. Thank you. And said, also, love seeing the Wheel of Fortune it makes me think a version of Jack did exist at one point in the Sevens world. Yeah. Don't give him hope, man. Give him hope. Don't uh, give him but hope. But what, what he said is very carefully and I think intellectually put a version uh, of Jack Atlas. Hope yes. that a version. Yeah. Not necessarily the one we saw in 5Ds. And because of Arc 5, we know that multiple versions of the same character exist. Yep. That's canon to the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise. Yes. There could be 50 Jack Atlases out there. If you want to get real philosophical, there could be like 10 versions of me running around well, the universe. That's, that's there the multiverse infin- right yeah, there. There's an right. Where there's a different amount of Earths. Right. Yeah. Well, th- there's, there's a theory that's like there's an infinite amount of universes with infinite amount of possibilities. Yeah, I believe it, man. Or, or infinite amount of Earths, but they all vibrate at different frequencies, so they can't see yeah. one another. Oh, but, dude, that one messes but, me up. But yeah, but, it sh- but you could be different on that world. Like over there, you could be running like a Dragon Ball Z channel. That'd yeah. be dope. That'd be loco, dude. Why don't you do that, bro? Hasn't even watched it. Next <laughs> garbage. I thought you wanted to stop there. Those were the. Do you want to keep going? How many more do we have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Wow, thank you guys. Um, let's do two more. Cool. Do two cool. more? Yeah, cool. two more. Two more. Okay. Um, with that being said, we'll just make it easy. I'll skip down to the bottom here. Church of Flapple donated twice on the link over there, so okay. you can see it. So you can do those two. Thank you for using the link, Church, and thank you guys for being here. Uh, right after this, we are going to analyze everything we need to analyze about um 
episodes 25, 26 and 27. Church, thank you for the two $1 donations. This episode was amazing. I like how the gang took advantage of the fact that their ID dual cards were the same format as the cards and took advantage that they could be overwritten mm -hmm. due to the simple fact that those cards could be renewed. Side note, I like that there was more of an actual reason Yuga had to rematch Neil other than main pro tag versus main antag. Yeah. Yuga was the only one who could use Rush Duel real-time programming. This episode was so great, I won't spread propaganda today. Well, wow, that's lovely. okay, Church. You did spread love. Thank you for the donation. Yes, and yeah, thank I agree. You. And thank you for using the link as well. And yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. If we have three more, we'll just we'll you do sure? them. Right yeah, them out. We'll bang them out. Bang them out. Yeah. Now I apologize that I pronounced this name incorrectly. This is Nicholas, and I'm gonna say Trafficant. I don't know. Oh, it sounds it sounds pretty new. Thing? Thank yeah. you, Nicholas. Well, yeah. Thank I believe you, man. the A is Australian, is it not? Yes, it is. So it's eight Australian dollars. A friend from Aussie Land said, "Hi, love these streams. Where do you think Roa's character will fit in the coming arc?" Well, first of all, Nicholas, thank you. I don't believe you've ever um, donated. I don't recognize it, and recognize. I apologize if you have. Yes, I apologize as well, although I feel like I'm pretty good at remembering names. Um, Nicholas, thank you so much for the donation, man. I mean, my content's always going to be free. It's always going to be free for all of you to enjoy, um, but if you choose to go that extra step to donate, just know that I really do appreciate it. So thank you, Nicholas, and thank you for enjoying the streams. Where does the show go from here? That was the question, right? It was, where does Roa fit into the next Oh, arc? where does Roa oh. fit in? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Roa was kind of, I thought, like a misfit in this arc, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Agreed. Um, kind of just gets his apartment destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I and then had to, like, reunite with his friend. I'm kind of worried. I think Roa is in a little bit of a limbo here. Yeah. I think the next arc is going to be very important for Roa because I don't see how he's going to go up against Yuga. I mean, they both want to be king of games, but that's the only thing that would lead to a conflict. Right. right. So maybe we do have a tournament arc, which is like a King of Games tournament arc. Yeah. But I... Makes the most sense. Otherwise, he's just going to be like a recurring character. Like, like oh, yeah, like, let's go to Roa's. And, yeah, know. I know. And <laughs> I, I hope that's not the case. But Roa is kind of in a very awkward spot for me right now. He's a yes. wild card. He's like, anything could happen with him of like, what is his relationships with his band going forward and, and Roman in particular? Um, how does he kind of uh, fit into being the king of games? Let's say they don't do a tournament arc. He's just going to come back to seize it now that like the threat of Neil and maybe Goha for a little while is gone. Like mm -hmm. he's in a weird spot where I'm a little worried that he kind of disappears. Fades um, and, and, I, and I hope that doesn't happen. But I, I really don't know. I, I think he will be an important part of next arc because, as as you said, Dill, I don't. Th it, I think if he is not, he's going to kind of get thrown by the wayside because. Presumably, as these shows go on, even more and more characters are introduced, right? Yeah, he's so he needs to have some kind of meaningful screen time. I feel like all the conflicts with his band are handled. The conflicts with Roman and with I mean, not really. Geta, the last time we seen him was pissed as hell. True, but I sure. feel like it, that kind of concluded things enough to the point where they're not going to show another duel. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be similar. It would be Geta kind of turning on Roa. We already kind of saw that. You don't want to see Geta Chan again. I'm okay. Get a chance. We get another song. We get another song. Get we get another that's true. Song. Well, that's yeah, why yeah. I want Roa to do. I want another song. Yeah. Nicholas, thank song, you for the, for the donation and the question, man. It's a good question. I don't mm, know where it really fits is. in. And, and it's hard to say where a character is going to fit in because we just we don't know what's next. We don't know yeah, what's no. next. That's they they really haven't left us with anything. Maybe 26 will tease where we're going. Or the 27, yeah. Yeah. Goose. 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 Donated $3 and said, you, sending Goose. positive vibes and kindness to everyone. Aww. Love you, PG, Goose. PG, positively Goose. Thank you, Goose. Thank you, Goose. Love, Love you. you.
X Slayer sixty four has the final donation currently. Thank you, X Slayer. He donated ten dollars. Yeah, X Slayer is very kind. And Thank he said, you, "Hi, anyone? <laughs> Just stop <laughs> playing COD Cold War right now. Overall, really like the episode, and Yuga Maximum Monster looked awesome. But kind of nervous on where the show will go after the end of this arc. The perfect donation yeah. to." To, lead things in. Wow. to everyone that has donated thank you guys so much I seriously cannot tell you how much you all mean to me and, and help me out um, X-Layer that is a very kind donation it's a, it's a big donation so thank you a lot um, we're going to go into the 26 summary and then the 27 short summary so let's do it for those of you that do not like any sort of spoilers now's your time probably to click off we always structure it this way. Like that cast list. Holy moly. Wow. Holy so the cast Lord. list is massive. Um, here we go. This is episode 26. It's on Friday. Yuga has finally managed to summon his maximum monster, Magnum Overroad. However, Neil's crafty tactics still give him a hard time. The battle with Rush Dueling and his friend's duel accounts at stake will finally come to an end with this maximum duel. Here's the cast. Yuga. Rook. Gakuto, right. Roman, Kaizo, Mimi, Roa, Menzaburo, Sushiko, Yoshio, Khan, Bakuro, Nico, Riku, Katsu, Neil, Sebastian, Asana, Rokuyo, Drone, and Extras. To basically everyone we've seen in the show so far. Except the final name on the list under Neil's team. Asana Roku- Rokuyo. Yeah, she, not not. She that. is a new character, and Rokuyo, Roku means six. Most likely a character that is going to be associated with um, Goha. And her voice actor, you're familiar with her, voiced Young Revolver, so Revolver in the flashbacks, okay. and Robopi. Oh, okay. So Robopi's voice actress is back in Yu-Gi-Oh! I like when they get recurring um, ones. Asana Rokuyo. Some people think she's going to be the next villain or adversary Mm -hmm. i think she could be that young girl in episode two possibility possibility wow oh yeah that's what i think she's very likely a notable two notable names missing from this monster cast list no otis and no mr goha kind of surprising there very surprising especially if asana rokuyo is speaking and debuting in this episode Usually you don't debut, and you guys probably know this just from shows, usually you do not debut a character in a season finale episode no. that is not going to be an important character. No. no. That doesn't happen. It does not happen. But who is Asana talking to? She's not talking to Mr. Goha, if it is that girl, right. or it could be someone that we've never seen before. But Asana is a girl's name. It sounds like it. Yeah, so it's most likely going to be a, a girl character. That probably takes away the chance of her being a, an antagonist. We've just never seen a girl villain what in a Yu-Gi-Oh queen? anime. I, d- I don't count Queen. Um, sorry. Me neither. A main villain. What do you guys think? The, ep- the summary doesn't give away anything. It is not Massive away anything. cast list. Huge. Just like 13 was when that all Yeah, it's ended. like an ensemble. Like Everyone kind of comes in, provides their support in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And then this other character. Any theories about Asana Rokuyo? None beside maybe it's that girl on the phone. Yeah. Literally nothing else. I think it's brand new. Maybe I think it's more likely that it's not the girl on the phone and it's some person we've never met that is integral to probably Goha. I'm so sh- if you had to pick between the two, you'd pick a new character entirely. entirely. Yeah, that's possible. 
Oh, it, de- it definitely is possible. I don't know. I'm going to probably lean towards the girl. I don't know. I feel like that has to be revisited in some way. I would feel more comfortable with that being the girl, even though I think it is, if Mr. Goha was on this cast list. Because then right. you say, all right, they're talking. But Goha's not on this list. Unless You're talking he's talking to No, but he's, even, if, if, even if he was laughing, he'd still be on the cast list. Yeah. Yeah, it would be still not, yeah. So I mean, we're in a jam-packed as it is. It's only about twenty-minute episode. We we don't need every single person. I mean, how do you feel about Sushiko coming back? I'm I'm happy. I you like excited? her design a lot. Reminds yeah. me a lot of Sailor Moon, which yeah. is what our character designer did. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of that character. So. I, I'm a big fan of aesthetically pleasing characters. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. Characters that. Yeah. <laughs> look well, design-wise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course, from a design perspective. Yes. That's all it is. Yeah. I want to go over episode 27 with you guys. Please. We got a very short summary. This is the first episode of the next season, next arc, whatever you want to call it. You guys ready? Let's do yes. it. Episode 27, Birth of the Rook Club. Rook wants to turn Goha 7th Elementary School into a mecca for rush dueling. I should note that mecca is spelt like holy ground, not mecca as in the Gundam. Gotcha. Mecca oh, like with M-E-C-C-A. Yes, yeah. yes. In order to achieve that, he created the Rook Club, but no one is joining it. That's the summary. Uh, wait, now I I'm will. Sorry, say- that was a, that was kind of a roll. Can you repeat that really quickly? Yeah. Because I was opening up the the, the stream back. Rook up. wants to turn Goha Seventh Elementary into a mecca for rush dueling. In order to achieve that, he created the Rook Club, but no one is joining it. Very short summary, and it seems like this is what the show is probably going to do after a very high dramatic duel. They're going to kind of have an episode that winds down. Remember, episode 14, Roman's Kitchen with yes. the curry episode. Yep. This is going to be probably similar. It's going to be a slice of life. Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of just calm after the storm and doesn't really give us any sort of indication of where we're going. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily And again, it also thing. does sound like the soft reset that we were kind of talking about in that way. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, we've kind of back to square one. Rook's doing this club thing. You know, it's all it's all good now. But is it? But is it? No, well, because no one's joining. Well, I guess that seems to be the main <laughs> conflict. Now, you wonder if no one's joining because maybe they, they're turned off from Rush Duels or because it's Rook. It's probably the it's Rook. Rook. It's yeah. probably Rook. Um, I, I look at that and I'm like, all right, I mean, well, you know, it's it's fine. I don't really look at it as a good or a bad thing. Yeah. It's just kind of it's gonna be an, a quiet an episode. episode that's going to transition us. Roman's Kitchen was filled with plenty of foreshadowing for this arc. It was filled with um, Kaizo getting, calling Roman Chan Romantan, which was the first hint that something yeah. happened to him. Mm-hmm. So that episode still did things to kind of set the stage for later plot points in season two or in arc but two. But that was also mid arc two. No, episode 13 was the Roa Yuga finale. Oh, that was. And You're then right. 14 was You're the right. beginning of maximum You're right. arc. You're right. So. I mean, what do you take from that? I I, I don't I can't really take nothing. anything from it. Yeah, I'm not expecting take. probably a couple plot points. Not expecting anything crazy. To me, it, it it more signifies that we definitely won Team Yuga. Right. Like yeah. right because Rush Duels would pretty much be done. Yeah. Right. So why would the, you be the, making a mecha? The only way unless is, you were trying to build back the fan base. The only way they don't win again is if it's draw no result. Only yeah, right. way. Yeah. There's no loss. There's no way Neil wins. No. But I, I we all knew that before this summary. Right. Like, there was yeah. no way that Neil could win this duel. Yeah. It's just pretty much over, which is, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I Especially just, that it's, you know, three episodes later. Yeah. I, I agree, and I just pray to God that Neil does not get written out of the show. That's all I pray for. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We will. Everything's in the air. Definitely nervous about it. 
Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. A little nervous yeah. for him, for Roa. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But 27, no indicator of where the show's going. No. I kind of like that. I like that. We're just yeah. a little little boat in the middle of the ocean. We have no idea what direction we're going to float this day. We don't know if wow, we're floating. That's philosophical. I like yeah, that. We don't know if we're floating to, to land, paradise, to, to further ocean. Or if we're sinking straight down. Yeah, we have hell. no idea. And that's what I, I like. see that. We're finding Atlantis. That went darker. Maybe. Maybe. If you found that place, you'd be rich. You would. Um, you guys are going to take over the stream for a bit. i got to get a water bottle. Also, a couple people are writing that, Dill, you would join... The Sushi Woman Club. Sushi Club? I, no, I would not, actually. I would not. What's the other guy's name? You're, no. I you, you love the other guy. What's his name? You don't, you don't even know his name. What's his name? He doesn't have a name. He has a name. No, he doesn't. He has had a speaking role. He has to be on a cast list. No, he doesn't have a name. I, I no, but what did you call him? Wasn't it a caricature of... of uh, Jim Crocodile Cook. That's right. It's a crocodile. I'll be right back. What episode was that? These lads got you covered. When everyone comes back? What episode was that? Answer the question. Thank you. Well, guys, right now, yeah, since right. we don't really have any donations besides one that we're waiting on, um, yes. we're actually, I mean, I guess I could read this right now because I could see it. Do it. Dylan has a screen up. Do it. Pegasus Saya donated uh, $10, $10, it looks like, or is that 20 Is it 20 $20. That's $20. $20. Like, no message. Saya, you're great. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I hope you're still here. But thank you very much. That's a very, very kind donation. And otherwise, um, yeah, guys, let's have a chat. Write some things yeah. in the uh, in the yeah, chat. Me and Nick T here on our uh, on our cam over there. Yeah, I like this. Oh, he did. Oh, of course he he's did. A he, he, he switched to the. To his, I, I'm gonna call. It I the, hate him. Should we call it the NP cam? Like no, that. the no problem cam. No, because there's no yeah, problems no when problem. we take over the stream. Yeah. What, dude? That's I'm golden. That's what I'm saying. Oh so, my god, guys, write some things Yu-Gi-Oh or otherwise in the chat. And uh, we'll talk about it for probably a couple minutes. Yeah. Until we go. All right. Here we go. Are As you looking at the that, cast list? Yeah. <laughs> you tried to look up the crocodile cook? Yeah. Is it? Ufast is sevens better than Vrains so far. Hmm. You 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 uh, you answer that first. For me, no. Just because I I even though Vrains has an extremely rough beginning, those like first thirteen episodes sometimes are really rough. Um. I liked where the show was was going, and I'm more of a serious tone person. So, mm -hmm. but right now, seven seems like it's in a good spot right now. So that's what I would say. Oh, you found him! I found him. You dude. found him. I'm gonna shove it, rub it right in Dylan's face. Um, personally, yes, I do prefer sevens. Um, I like the serious tone. I liked actually the concept of Reigns a lot. Um, and Church of Flapple found him. He found Nick the name. Yagi, yeah. yeah, and that's why I love him. Yeah, he's a fellow Nick. Exactly, How he can knows. I be upset? He knows. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, and not to say I didn't like Reigns because I actually did quite a bit, but there was a lot of misses. There was a lot Especially of misses. that first season. Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. I think as I've said before, as a not you know true Yu-Gi-Oh fan, I kind of fell right back into it. Um, the long format duels just weren't doing it for me. I would skip through them. I this is something quick. It's short. It's digestible that's you fair know, so that, that's a hundred percent fair I, I definitely think that um hmm. when did you guys watch you for the first time for me i was four years old um yeah i uh, watched some of the dub as a kid same um i watched a lot of the but dub as i a mean kid. forget about it probably for 10 years i mean it had to be at least until dylan's kind of love for it kind of got me back into it and then he yeah convinced me to watch Reigns in the original trilogy and here i am 
Yeah. Said in the I, show. I uh yeah, started with when the dub hit US. Um there's actually another woman who um is responsible for bringing Yu-Gi-Oh to the US or like one of the people, she's part of the team that was responsible for yeah. bringing it to the US, which is really cool. Um But yeah, I watched it when the dub hit. I watched GX um but yeah, and then a, a big a big hiatus until uh yeah, until until Dylan got us back into it. There oh my is. god, there terrifying. Is. That's terrifying, terrifying in the top top left. We want to clip that. Uh, uh, Shadow Realm appropriately asked, where do you see Mimi's character going? Uh, legitimately, though, speaking, I don't know. I, think I feel be like a bigger part of the team. She's Team Yuga, clearly. She's Team Yuga. She split off from Hexagon. She's Yes, she's Team Yuga. They all targeted way. her before Neil wiped the floor. Yeah, they were going like, to be like, yeah, we're going to kick her out anyway. So she's in a weird spot of like, does Mr. Goha, presumably he knows about that? Is he going to be okay with that is he gonna kick her out like is he gonna make her know. the only uh is she gonna be see, threatened yeah. like in what's going on with her life and her son so she's another interesting character yeah, in the next arc where curious. that's going and you know it's funny because i actually want to bring up an interesting point that we kind of thought it was going to be a bit like the whole um agent m yeah appeared once yeah one a total of one time really random Re- super random that will be continued in the next season you think so yeah yeah there's no way that's just going to be kind of a one-off thing. Yeah, that could be her new outfit. I think she's going to be able to deliver information that starts the plot. Um, what is this? Just look at it. In the that's proof season, right there. Nick Yagi. Yeah, he's got a name. name. I, of, of course, he had a name. Right. The so remember, I put some respect on it next time. Yeah, it's a fellow Nick. Yeah, Mister. I run a Yu-Gi-Oh channel. Doesn't even know Yagi the characters in the current Niku. show. Nick Yagi. Neil very well could be getting fired. Yeah. I think he's going to more, um, he's going to go off on his he's own. He's going to drop a satellite on Gohan. <laughs> Good. I mean, he he's a threat onto himself. So I, I hope I see more. How do you, how's it feel? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, as I was going up, I did hear that Saya donated $20. Yes. Yeah, no message. Great guy. Yeah, I know. He never leaves great a message. Great freaking guy. But I hope you're having a great night. I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving, man, with uh, your family, friends, whoever you're going to celebrate it with. That goes for all of you. Yes. But for Saya, thank you, man. Celebrate. That is a very could, nice donation. Could I take one more question that we could expand all of us? Absolutely. Mega Karibo said, what is your favorite Yukio opening so far? I think it's a pretty good question. For me... You're more I, limited. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I love opening one of five Ds. I oh, do, and I know God. people hate it. I know they hate it. I really like it. I like it as a song. I think I've mentioned I really this before. Do. I like it as a song. I think it sounds terrible. I, I, it just is something that it vibes with me, man. No, the song's really cool. Yeah. I just think the production sucks. You're not wrong. You're not wrong on the way it sounds. Um, I'm either... Like I'm going to go... I'm either... GX dub opening one. <laughs> or, another go or or Seven's opening one. Wow. Yeah. Seven's opening one has kind of got burrowed into my brain. Volcano yeah. Road. Um, it's funky as all hell. Yeah. My favorite is it's always close between GX opening four, five D's opening five, and five D's opening two. That's like the holy trinity for me. Three amazing openings. Um yeah, th- those are my favorite three. Seven's opening one is also really good. Yeah, it's grown on me a lot. Yeah, probably like a top ten. The full version is also great. You, you, Sayaki, the guy that does the song, he just goes, he's just so good. Such a talented musician. Um, so, yeah, he's he's great. And, yeah, Seven's opening uh, one is solid. Yeah. Opening two, no news. Uh, Jump Festa is a good time to Let's bring that Let's do out. it. Oh, yes. 
So Jump Festa, uh, obviously last year we had a big six, seven, eight hour stream with a bunch of people from the community. It was a blast. It was a great time. And it's something that I decided I want to do every year. I want to get people from the community, bring them over to my house and uh, just all get together and react to any sort of Yu-Gi-Oh! news that is incoming. We got news today that we are definitely getting Yu-Gi-Oh! news at Jump Festa this year. It's a virtual event due to COVID. We're getting Yu-Gi-Oh! news. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. We will be live for that news. Now, it does. it's probably not going to be anime news. It's probably no. going to be card game or Rush Duels. It's not going to sure. be anything like English dub or Rush Duels to international audiences because they're mar- they're, Jump Festa is for Japanese audiences. Of course. Right? Vrain's so manga. Here we go. It's come. not the platform. Could be, a, could be a new manga announcement. I'd be surprised, but could be a Vrain's manga could be a movie announcement. Wow. I mean, we've had a movie in 04, 2010, 2016. Do the math. 2022. Four years. Yeah. This would Six be the years. time. Six if you're going to get it out in 2022, this would be the time to announce it. I'm not wow. saying that we're going to have a movie, but those are like the most unlikely optimistic things that I think we'll be looking for. Vrain's manga yeah. and movie. It's probably TCG. More than likely. It's probably more than likely. TCG. Yeah, well, well, it would be OCG because the TCG right. is everything oh, yes, outside me, yes, of Japan. OCG, but, yes. yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll announce, maybe they'll reveal the first, like, fusion cards for Rush Duels. Yeah. But, you know, even if there's nothing anime-related, we're going to be live, hanging out with you guys, chilling with you guys, talking about the franchise as a whole, taking maybe calls from people in the community. Uh, unfortunately, it will be a bit of a closed-door event. Um, I, Because of the way COVID has been spiking... We are not going to be able to have anyone no. from the community. It sucks. Kind of realized that a couple of days ago. Unfortunately, um, I hadn't made so I had made some invites to some people preliminarily, but it's not going to happen with the community. But it will be the three of us and maybe some others that you guys are familiar with. Yeah. So um, we're going to start at probably eight eight thirty that Friday night, uh, which is the Friday before Christmas, and then we will go until maybe three four a.m. So that'll be a fun stream to be at and i hope you guys are there um just 100 percent say that's december 18th december 18th 8 p.m i believe that unless Yu Gi Oh is going to be up what day of the week is that a friday night that's a friday night hell yeah yeah so lit i'm stoked yeah and that and then starting in 2021 hopefully the community will be back and then of course um in 2022 that's when we could have the big Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 announcement. But let's not talk about... We don't know. Hypotheticals. Yeah, we can. We're doing this year. Now. We're living for the moment. I know. In the, in the present day. The here and now, as group counselors like to talk about. The here and now. Important to stay in the here and yeah. now. The counselor talk right there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I do know. <laughs> we have a much more loaded stream for you guys next week. Uh, Calibro might be back. Calibro might be could back. Could be the triumphant return. Could be the triumphant return. Not only that, I don't know if this has changed... But Entime Subs is still scheduled to come on. Right. I don't know if it's changed because you of the COVID to, you landscape. Have to reach out. I know that she is, I, I you know, self isolating and she's right. taking care of herself in that regard. So Entime Subs could be on next week. It's a big maybe. She is obviously the reason that we are able to watch Sub to Yu Gi Oh Sevens. So uh, next and next week's the season finale. It's going to be a really really exciting yeah stream and podcast. I can't wait. Before um, we sign off here, yes, I, I yes. see we're winding down. Uh, Solid Snack came back and donated $2. Thank you, Sora. And said, Jack's bike gave me a plausible timeline theory and just a smiley face. Yeah. And that's it. Well, Sora, let me know what that that. theory is, bro. I love hearing theories. I have my own theory cooking up that hopefully will be out in a couple weeks. Lord. (laughs) Really? Yeah. 
I like looking at you guys when I say that because I know you don't believe me. I don't believe it at all. But it's, it's, it's actually going to hey, be out in a couple weeks. I don't weeks. believe it. All right, we'll see. Good old Christmas. It'll be yeah. out about December 9th, December 10th. We'll right. see. We'll see. All right. Sure. 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 Yeah. Well, anyway, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that probably is going to wrap it off. I mean, not yeah. a very long pod. Well, a little over an hour, yeah. but it's only three of us. And, yeah, with um, less takes, there's you know only three of us, and because and we have no picks to do, and we have no picks to oh. do. We we don't really we can't preview another duel, and there's not really too much to preview oh. because oh. a lot. Yeah, they come trying to keep us up. They're, they're telling you that you're not going to bed. That was the old P thing. Some of those into the brain streams got insane with that. Yeah, it, it's where it lasted like an hour. I remember it was it was Bam and um, Neo's Gundam that yep. were getting those wars. Oh my god! Yeah, just last, like last donations back and forth. I, I would love your face every time I say. It. I so, know. So X Layer sixty four donated five dollars and said, "Just to know what anyone's opinion is right now, what do you think about the whole PlayStation and Xbox reseller BS? I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it's insane. Um, any, Screw that. There's no way." I know it's hard because you want to play the new games and stuff like that. Wait, do not play a thousand, twelve hundred dollars for a PlayStation no. or an Xbox. Wait, they eventually, when hopefully COVID dies down or maybe a vaccine here in the United States comes through or worldwide, things will be back to normal production-wise. Production is limited because it's limited with people and 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 how you can send to other countries and all imports, all that stuff is stopped right now. I understand it's Christmas time, but. Don't fall for that. Don't stuff. give these people because th- th- those people are—they're really terrible people. Yeah, I, I think to do that. Find them on Craigslist, take up the offer, meet them in person, jump them for the PlayStation, and take it. <laughs> we, we can't do, condone we that. We don't condone that yeah. here. Yu-Gi-Oh, I condone that. We, I, we, Yu-Gi-Oh, everything does not condone that. But Nick T is an independent <laughs> entity, and so yeah. if he condones that, he can I condone that. that. Um, and no, don't give these people money. I mean, I, I just want you guys to think about this. These are people that are buying like thirty systems. And if they sell all thirty of them, they make about thirty thousand dollars yep. for for charging you triple the price of what a system is. I know it's yep. tempting. Trust me, we're all PlayStation boys. We love it. Yeah, of course. You guys were in the Bonfire Boys, yeah. and we're all PlayStation boys. You guys, and, I said you guys. And yeah, you and guys. let me say this: none of us have a PS5, and I don't think any of us are planning to get a PS5 soon. Not yeah. soon. But if we could get it tomorrow, probably next year. If we could get it, to, if you could get it tomorrow, would you get it? For, no. for, for for five hundred dollars no. for retail price, I would. I would probably. Yeah, no. I would. I, I don't have the interest right now. I'll I'll get it next year. I, mean, I don't have the time. Sure. I don't yeah. have the time, so there's no reason for me to stack. But there. If, if all those things were in a factor, yes, I would. So try to hold off. But X Slayer, yeah, it's just um, it's it's you hate to say it. You hate to say it. You really do. You and thank you for the donation, X. I really appreciate it, man. And right now, the final donation of the night is Goose. Goose! Donate $10 and said wow, the, Goose. the episode was great. Nostalgia yes. Factor on 9. Yuga finally summoning a Megazord was dope to watch. Maximum yeah. summoning reminds me of the mechanic Legion from Card Fight Vanguard. Uh, stay safe out there. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with I Legion either. Card. I saw the first like three episodes of the original Card Fight. I don't know it too well. Um... First and foremost, though, Goose, $10 donation. That is a very generous donation. That is a big donation. Thank you so much, man. I don't know where I'd be without you, dude. I don't know where I'd be without a lot of you guys, so thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't know. the. I'm not too familiar with the summoning mechanic from Vanguard. Um, I'll look it up, though. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, definitely. And stay safe. You're in the the big city, so you got to stay safe. Big Apple. Everyone stay safe. New York City, baby. New York City. Yeah. And so right now, Dill, that is the final donation. Great. Well, Goose, thank you. X-Slayer, thank you. To all of you who donated, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. 
Um, you've made my Thanksgiving special already, and it's not even Thanksgiving. Um, the reason we were able to do this on a weekly basis is because of all of you guys. I do have a pretty cool announcement. Uh, my second ever 24-hour stream, Donkey Kong 64, Danky Kang, as some would say, some from start that. to finish, 8 p.m. Eastern time this Friday over on Twitch. My Twitch is linked down below. Um, Pete, you're going to be there. I will be there. Pink also, thanks for the bits on Twitch. Appreciate Pete is going to be there, and my friend uh, Dredger is going to be there. Yes. yes. That will be a, a treat. Some of you might know who that is. Yes. So Pete and Dredger will be making appearances. Yes. Um, Nick T, unfortunately, cannot. cannot. No one else from the crew can, um, but it will still be a great time. So tune in, 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time, 24 hours, DK64. Um, that's pretty much it for me. I'm going to let these two lovely human beings uh, take over and promote their stuff. All their stuff's linked down below. You guys have the floor. Thank you very much. Um, oh, great, great. Thank you. I appreciate the point. You're welcome. Um, so you can follow me on all my personal stuff, Nick Tamineri, uh, on Instagram, Twitter. I don't has it linked. Um, I play in a band called Mom Fight. We're a hardcore metal band. You can find our stuff, Mom Fight NJ, Twitter, Instagram again. We're on Bandcamp. Um, and then I, myself... Write music under the name name Nameling. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on. In- what are you doing? <laughs> it's Christmas, bro. Twitter and Instagram and Facebook Nameling and Jay. I have my first single coming out a week from Friday. That is awesome. Woo! Magic Eight Ball. It'll be literally everywhere. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, Title, Deezer, YouTube. You could literally stream just the song on YouTube. Um, so I would appreciate any of that support. And then finally, I on Sundays and Monday nights. Um, I stream on Twitch, Nick Fights Moms. I've been playing um, Fire Emblem 7, the first Fire Emblem for the U.S. for the Game Boy Advance uh, on stream, and it's been a lot of fun, so come check it out. Yeah, check out Nick. T- oh! oh! Almost had him. Almost and ev- had him. And everything is going to be linked down below. Peace. Yes. You're up. Run a channel called Clueless Gamers. Uh, right not I start. too much action on there right now, except I do a usually bi-weekly podcast. It's been difficult for me and my friend Brian, who I do it with, uh, to get, get get together. But hopefully, maybe tomorrow, maybe this weekend, we'll see. And uh, you'll see that video. So if you're interested in football, NFL, uh, check that out. And follow me on Twitter, Pete Vicaro 21 Hell yeah. Follow these people. They're amazing. They are a massive part of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything channel, and I really do not understate that at all. That's 100% true. Um, We're going to see you here next week um, for the season finale of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, potentially with Entame, potentially with Calibro back. That will be an absolute treat. Pete and Nick T, thank you guys so much for helping me out tonight and being a part of this. I really appreciate it. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend, everyone. Thank you all so much for being here. Enjoy the time with friends, family. If you don't celebrate, I just hope you have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. To everyone that donated, special thank you to you. And to everyone that is here, would not be able to do this without each and every one of you. If you're a Sevens fan, which I'm sure you are if you're still here, um, I will be doing my pre-show and watch-along at 5 p.m. Eastern time Mm -hmm. on Friday. So I'm sure I'll catch some of you guys there before I go uh, second time ever, 24-hour live stream on Twitch. Thank you all so much for watching. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. day. See you guys. Take care, everyone. I got to turn this back on. And I was like, why also, did you turn it off? Also, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, if you celebrate. Good night, everyone. I was going to do the same thing.